will be sacked. This ball intercepted by Justin Simmons. And that ball will be intercepted. Throws wide open as Cole Beasley. Touchdown. The receiver is there. That'll be a Buffalo touchdown. Thanks for staying up late for Broncos tonight. Mike Liss, Chad Brown with you for the next 25 or so minutes. And guys, we knew it was going to be tough in Buffalo with the weather and the fact that the Bills defense is really, really good. We just didn't think the Broncos offense would be this really, really bad. Yeah, it was uh, pretty pathetic, yeah. really. 134 yards in total offense. They had 49 yards net passing, which is where you take the sacks away. Ugh. I think that's the, uh, I heard it's the lowest total since like 1992, which is... 25, more than 25 years ago. So that's how uh, that's how bad it was. That crosswind was viciously strong, and Brandon Allen does not have a strong arm. I knew it would be a bad matchup. Going into the game, the Broncos were 28% on third down. This game, they were 18%. So they managed to take a step back from Jeez. really low numbers Jeez. to even worse numbers. So, yeah, I should, we, Mike and I, I'm sure we can go on all day beating up the Broncos' offense. But in the end, they had they, at no point did they threaten the Buffalo yeah. defense. The defense tried to give him a spark. Justin Simmons with an interception in Buffalo territory. You're thinking, okay, maybe now that they're close, they can put it in. They were not able to do that. Um, you laughed at me when I said this kind of turned the tide. But had they scored there, perhaps it's a different game. I will respectfully disagree with you, Roddy. You always I'm look at the Broncos. Glass half full. Yeah, glass half full. You know, I think I'm a little bit more realistic <laughs> on this one. Again, at no point this Broncos offense threatened the Buffalo defense. Not in the run game, not in the pass game. There was no creative play calling. And the fourth quarter woes continue now. Five games in a row, no touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Being outscored 40 to 0 the last five games in the fourth quarter. So it just goes to show that there's no push this offense. Rich Gangarello is not doing something to the defense that they're not expecting. They can't even dial up a trick play and get a score. Yeah, I think twice they were inside of 30. There they got to the 16, and they had a penalty. Reisner mm -hmm. had that unsportsmanlike yep. that pushed them out of field goal range, and on that one, I think it was that was the Bowles holding that preceded that uh, miscommunication between uh, Brandon Allen and Cortland Sutton. Allen took all the blame for it. Yep. He said that uh, it was all on him that Cortland was supposed to stop, uh, but boy, that was ugly. And Cortland, Cortland said it was miscommunication, so he did not throw his quarterback yeah. uh, to the carpet, at least. You mentioned Bowles, you mentioned Reisner. The offensive line obviously struggling. Brandon Allen got sacked four times in this game. Yeah, he had a couple nice escapes, too, yeah. that, you know, and a, and a couple for first downs. I thought that was, uh, gave, gave him a little uh, shot in the arm. But I just thought, you know, the, the Broncos had three consecutive games where they emptied their emotional tank. You know, the Indianapolis, they gave it their all. A tough loss. They won a big game against the Browns. A real tough loss against the Vikings. I just didn't think they had it today. You depressed yet? Well, maybe this will help, or maybe it won't. Tonight's spotlight was on the Broncos' offense or lack of. Brandon Allen, 10 to 25 for 82 yards. They rushed for only three more than that, 85 total. And the total points, the real story, a single field goal. That's now six points in their last six quarters. Be about 38 at kickoff, but the wind's gusting up to 40 miles per hour. The wind was a little hard to throw the ball in, and um, we, we kind of figured that it was going to be rough. Blustery wind here in Buffalo. The wind was whipping around all different ways, and uh, you couldn't get really good a beat on it, but um, that's when we had to turn to our run game and exceed in that aspect. Denver's offense has struggled. 
Uh, they handled their business and we did it. We didn't, we didn't move the ball in the air on the ground like we needed to. And they did. They stopped us and we couldn't get nothing going for our defense. Ball thrown to Sutton. That ball will be intercepted. Called the right play, thought the wrong thing, thought he was going to keep going. Uh, he, Cortland did exactly what he was supposed to do, stopped on the route, and I, I threw it like he was going to keep running and uh, made a poor decision there. Steps up into the pocket and will be sacked. Obviously, we don't know. Obviously, if we knew where it went, we'd try to get it back, and um, we would have had it back, but we couldn't find that rhythm today, uh, couldn't make it happen. Allen, a deep drop. Now he's in trouble, and he'll be sacked. None of us in here are, are losers, and none of us are going to prepare to lose. Everyone in here is going to um, make sure that we're optimizing every opportunity that we get to, to go be successful. Like Lindsay is belted. For us, it's about finding ways to win, but you have to be able to to overcome adversity. That's how life is. Life, you're not going to win every time. It was Buffalo 20, Denver 3. At the end of the day, we got to be better. We got to be better. We can't put three points up and expect to win a game. When the offense continues to struggle the way they have, you've got to make some kind of a change. And there is a rookie quarterback that a lot of people in Denver want to see get a shot. Yeah, I think Brandon Allen is who we thought he was, a guy who will be a good backup and maybe be able to win your game occasionally, mm -hmm. but not, not consistently, not any kind of a regular basis. Um, the arm strength was definitely lacking, showed up today with that win in Buffalo. So he's just not going to be the answer for the Broncos. The move to Drew Locke has to happen soon. Yeah, Locke is probably lucky he didn't have to play today. Yeah. <laughs> with that game, you know, with the game, the Bills defense, the way they he would have got knocked around too. Um, you know, I think Drew Locke is going to probably be activated this week. Okay. For the Charger game. For the Charger game, okay. but as a backup. I think they're going to start him up as a backup, and then we'll see after that. It's going to be fluid. But I think he's definitely going to play those last two games. He might play in Kansas City on that road game. Don't you think what's happened expedites it a little bit more? Because you've been saying the last two for a while, but the struggles they're having and just nothing going yeah, I right. I think he's going to get a road game. I think he's going to play one of those road games. Probably not both right now okay. with Houston. Maybe he will. You're right. Maybe after today he, he will get four games, which uh, would make, make a lot of sense. When I was on with Kyle and Kim a couple of weeks ago, I said week 12 we would, we would see in Drew Locke. So whether it's as a backup or as a starter, hopefully I'm still right in my prediction. But he's still got to play behind Garrett Bowles, the most penalized lineman in all of football, 13 penalties this year. Dalton Reisner, fantastic rookie season, but his worst game so far in his rookie season. So he's going to be playing behind those guys. Doesn't give him a whole lot of chance for success, but I still think we need to see what he has. Fans want to see him. Do you think teammates yeah. want to see him? Do you think the guys want to see yeah, him? Yeah, I do. I, I think he's good with his teammates. He works hard. He's good with the guys in the locker room. He's not Jay Cutler that way. Yeah. But I tell you what, what the Broncos need and what Drew Locke is going to find, it's Cortland Sutton or bust at the receiver position. There's just not enough weapons. Yeah. Philip Lindsay is weapons. okay. Noah Fant's going to be a good player, but he's still a rookie. Just doesn't look like they got enough. No. They I'm, don't. I'm with you. They do not have enough weapons. I guess we'll find out soon enough if they have one at quarterbacks. <laughs> All right, we're going to start this segment with the good. You hear that, Josh? You hear that, guys? Glass half full. Justin Simmons having a season. Eight total tackles today, plus the Broncos' only interception. Wide open is Cole Beasley, touchdown. But I didn't think the Broncos' defense had their best day either. 
Every game this season, except for the Kansas City one, it seems like you guys were in it. For the first half, that was the case, and then second half, uh, things just changed, and Buffalo's able to pull away there. Yeah. Um, you know, defensively, you can't come out in the second half and just uh, give up a touchdown right out the gate. Um, you know, that's a big momentum stealer, especially when you're playing away. Um, you know, in order to win this game, we need to pack um, not just good, but great defense, um, knowing that they are a great defensive team as well. And, um, you know, we weren't able to give our offense a lot of a lot of sparks. So, um, you know, it's tough to win that way. You did give them one spark, speaking of momentum, that perhaps would change things and it didn't work out. Can you kind of talk about the interception right there to you? Yeah. Um, you know, it was a play. I uh, thought we had a good job. I mean, Chris did a great job jamming them up uh, and mess up the timing of the route, um, you know. Josh Allen has a strong arm. He kind of sailed it a little bit, uh, made a play, but. Now he pulls it back and throws an interception. This ball intercepted by Justin Simmons, and Simmons will put Denver in great field position. You know, we needed a couple more of those in order to come out with the win for today. This team obviously has, has, has trouble scoring, knowing that and knowing how good their defense is. Does that almost put, do you guys put almost extra pressure on yourself? And in some cases, does that work out that maybe you gamble too much on certain occasions to try to keep them out of the end zone? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say pressure. Um, you know, we we knew the task coming into the game. Um, you know that, you know, like uh, like a lot of teams we play this year, a lot of good defensive teams, and so a lot of the that's just how it's going to go. A lot more onus on the defense, and so um, that's the way that they kind of play ball. That's the way that we've been playing ball, um, and we just need to do a better job. And uh, maybe a couple more takeaways. Like I said, a little bit more sound defense, more opportunities. So we weren't on the field um, longer, but we just weren't able to do it. Justin, final thing for you. How where do you go from here? How do you keep your teammates up? Yeah, I mean, we're playing football. Um, you know, guys sign up to play ball. You're getting paid to play ball. Um, you're getting paid to win. And so we need to, you know, just stay together as a team, find ways to win. Um, you know, we have, I think, what, five? Five games left um, as a unit. And, um, you know, you're playing for your job. So um, it's not much no motivation you need for that. The Broncos now three and eight. It was Buffalo 20, Denver three. We heard a lot of that today. What do you have to play for? Play for your job. Is that a realistic thing that you hear from guys in the locker room there? Because it's now about the individual, I guess. It is about the individual. And do you do you show up every single day and give your absolute best, or do you start to cut back a little bit? Hey, there's no playoffs now. I don't have to lift my, my weights. I can cut out the meetings. I don't have to watch extra tape. Those kind of things are going to start showing up over these mm -hmm. next couple of weeks. And you'll see who's going to or wants to be a Bronco in the future and who wants to get their ticket out the door. And it's starting to show up on the field. This defense, which has been, you know, and particularly some guys who have been so great over the last couple of years, are now all starting to slip. It's three games in a row where Chris Harris Jr. has been beat and on for big plays. So that's starting to show some cracks there. You know, is he the same professional guy or is he starting to slide a little bit? Where has Von Miller been? We haven't seen a splash play from him. So while they did okay statistically in the first half, they were on the field too much. They gave the Buffalo offense too many cracks at them, which started to show up in the second half. So First half statistically okay, but second half, Mike, we saw this against Minnesota too. You know, I, I think uh, it seems to me like the defense, uh, their will is broken after they see their offense can't do anything. And, and it would, to me, I think subconsciously, it would they go out there and I think they do try. Like I said, they gave it their all their last three mm -hmm, games. Mm -hmm. This was their B game today. They did not bring their A game. And this team isn't good enough to beat anybody with their B game. And, uh, you know, it's just just the will. You know, these little battles that go on in the run game. They got pushed around just a little bit. You know, Alexander Johnson had 15 tackles. Todd Davis had 13. 
So those guys were filling the gaps. But they were pushing the line of scrimmage a little bit on them today. Just, uh, I think the defense sees the offense, can't do anything. Few opportunities. I do think that interception near the end of the half kind of kind of broke the spirit of the team. Whatever, see, see what Chad? Yeah. <laughs> what, whatever was there, I, I think that, that broke the spirit a little bit. And uh, two big plays in the pass game got them in the second half. And Mike touched on a little bit there, Chad. One thing we saw in this game, which we haven't seen, is that, again, a team was finally able to start running on the Broncos. 244 yards today. Everyone doing something. Josh Allen got it started with a the scramble. They had a reverse, and then Frank Gore ran wild. You knew Josh Allen, his ability to run the ball was going to scramble around, so the pass rush lane discipline wasn't there for the Broncos front. But they gave up so many gash plays in the run game. So while they had good numbers of those linebackers tackles-wise, a lot of those tackles were 10 or 15 yards downfield. Buffalo had 15 plays of 10 yards plus during this ball game. Far too many gash plays for you to be effective, and they could not get off the field on third down particularly in the second half. Yeah, Josh Allen, I think, uh, has a lot to do with their run game. It just seems like you got to worry about him so much, you know, that uh, you're, you're kind of spread out. you got one guy over here instead of just concentrating on the box for those running backs. Eleven games down, five to go, and then we can't start <laughs> talking about next season. And at some point, we'll see Drew Locke. <laughs>